this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to... Season two, penultimate episode. Still penultimate Kid, episode. We're coming tonight. to a close here, almost. Next week, that's it. And uh, tonight, Conde versus Francis comes to a head. Um, we get the meaning. We have JB Zimmerman. Yes, you guys can follow me at JB underscore Zimmerman on Twitter. That's right. Uh, Keaton Markey is not here today. For a reason you don't want me <laughs> yeah, to share. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, yeah, it's. We had a back and forth with Keaton. She said she was going to come, but uh, but the hashtag Royal Bros are here holding it down. We are. Um, if you haven't already subscribed at youtube.com slash AfterBuzzTV, do so over. Uh, don't want to watch us, want to listen to us instead, go to SoundCloud, go to iTunes, go to all that stuff. It's all there. It's all free. However you want to get us, it's there. Um, Indeed. You know what? I really like this episode. There was There was a lot of the love stuff, but there was a lot of action, too. And I like that. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Like the action, I I think they stepped up a huge amount. I mean, we've we've seen a lot. Like they kind of pepper it in every now and again, but this time it was like full blown, like Lord of the Rings status. I mean, I was really, I really wanted like a you know Hobbit three, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King type battle. Right. And maybe we'll get it. Just like massive armies just like rushing towards. Yeah. I'd love that too. Yeah, believe me, that's. The coup is progressing. And uh, speaking of progressing, we have Keaton Markey on the line. Hello, everybody. Hey. Hello, Keaton. I'm so sorry I can't be there tonight. Yeah, what. uh, (laughs) What castle are you visiting tonight? What castle? Well, we have to wait for Castle Corner for that. Ooh, well, I, I thought you. I, I thought we sent you on assignment to visit a castle. That's why you couldn't be here tonight. That's what I. That's... Oh yes, yes, exactly. Yes, I am. Um, I. Uh, it, it will all be revealed uh, in due time. Nice, nice. Are you <laughs> feeling better? Uh, yeah, 
a little bit better. Great, great. How did you feel about the episode? Uh, I thought it was amazing. Um, it's I, I I loved last week's episode, and I didn't really know how they were going to kind of top that. But I don't know. I felt like it was it didn't feel like a CW show this week's episode. I mean, I feel like because it was it was because of like all the fighting and all the battles and stuff. Uh, it felt it felt like a much bigger bigger production and so much more than just kind of the relationship stories. It was more about kind of this huge event uh, going on. So, and I liked that. I like seeing uh, something a little different. Yeah, you before before we fully get into that, let's start with um, let's start with the lesser plots. Or, you know, I mean, typically we talk about these a lot, but now in the wake of everything, you know, I'm going to call them a little bit lesser plots. Let's start with uh, Lath and Greer slash Claude because um, y- you know we we get the aftermath and and I always love this. Is what I love about TV is that things never really end. Yeah, right? like they had the craziest breakup last episode. They see each other again, and it's like, well, there's still a chance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it was goners from last episode. Now it's like, well, I mean, it doesn't there's have to still be. a chance. Yeah. And it'll, you know, in this regard, it ultimately comes down to Leif, uh and how how strong he holds Greer to this. Because if she comes begging back, and maybe if she says everything that he wants to hear in terms of, I'll let go of the brothel. I'm ready for you. Then it then it might work because I mean certainly that's what Claude says to him about being an independent woman. Sometimes you know we just get acclimated to that situation, but but you know it doesn't mean deep down that we don't want someone to protect us. Right. Actually, I was thinking that Claude might uh, convince him to be like to back down a little bit and kind of be more there for for. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Greer and kind of put his like his desires aside almost to be with her if he really loves her yeah. almost Keaton your thoughts uh, my thoughts I mean I love Lace and Drew together and it, last week's episode made me so sad and made me want to shake Drew because I'm like what are you doing like I get it I get that like it's you know she she's finally in control of her of herself and her own destiny for the first time ever and a lot of women don't have that opportunity, um, no matter your status. And so, you know, I get that. But, again, we know from the very first season and the very, I think, first episode who her, one true, who her like, soulmate is, and that's Blake. And that's Blake's soulmate is Greer. And so I want to see them together. I, I want to see them to be able to find a compromise. You know, I don't, I don't want to see Greer kind of give in to what Lace wants all the way, and I don't want to see, you know, Lace just kind of let his morals and what he believes in go completely. But I want them to be able to find a compromise. I don't know what that compromise is, but I hope they can find it because I think they need to be together, and I want to see them together. Do you think we're going to find next episode? I don't, I don't know if we're going to wrap everything up by right. next episode. Yeah, that's a, there's a lot of untied storylines for sure. No, I, I think they're going to give, leave us with a lot more questions and uh, answers 
So I, I have a feeling that like, with what they left us with this episode, there's going to be even more like next next episode. Because I mean, they have these these seasons are so long that they can put in so so much information. So so we were paying as they do. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I mean, there you have Greer. There you have Life. There. You, uh, I guess the only other part about the you know. The, I, th- I thought it was great seeing Claude and Leith's interaction, but the, the question of tonight is, did Claude really see something, and if so, what was it, and what danger does it hold? Is it supernatural? Is it human? What is it? Right. But also, what what was she seeing with Leith? I mean, I sort of felt some chemistry between them, like actual genuine connection oh there was so much chemistry between them i mean i felt like it's, it's kind of gone from i feel like her first wanting to seduce him just because she's kind of a crazy little bitch to them actually kind of caring for each other in like a brother sister love hate way to now i feel like they're they're becoming friends and they have chemistry and um i i i, I get nervous with that chemistry between those two and the loose cannon that is claude and what she's going to do with that chemistry, um, and also Lace, who is very emotional and very hurt at this, at kind of this moment with it, when it comes to women. So I don't know; they might get into trouble. Those yeah. two. By the way, are you getting an echo? Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like all phone calls, right? And it's any radio station. You're like at a point where it's like kind of working, kind of not. Are you guys getting an echo? Um, it sounds okay to me. I mean, I right. can tell that as she's on the phone and she's not. Here so in the studio. Yeah, no, I get but... that. I just, I just want to make sure that like Keaton's words are heard because I can hear them. But but again, it's it's that point of like doesn't sound great, but you can still kind of hear it. So you're like, okay, hopefully hopefully audience members back home, you're listening. You're good. Um, let's talk about let's talk about Kenna because there's a lot lot going on here. Yeah. Um, yep. she, she she makes a huge advancement uh, to General Renault, and it comes back at her, but then not so much, because he says, you know what, I did this because of my son and all, all that, but, but in the fight, ultimately, actions speak louder than words. She was rooting for Bash. She was. She was. She definitely defended Bash, and, and had she not said something, you know, he could have lost that fight. I mean, there was it's kind of a crazy intense battle where there's a lot of people going on so she was definitely team bash which is good to see that she would cheer for her husband i know that they've kind of been separated for the time being but honestly his this like sorceress succubus that he's with is crazy like she's a kook she creeps me out she creeps you out is that what you said I, she, there's something that, like she's I've never really had a huge issue with her but like the way she's talking about babies already with, I don't know she's just a little forward and a little forward well, she sees the future I she mean, went like zero to a bunch of kids future <laughs> which by the way any any like <laughs> any woman can kind of if they like someone that's their future right. that they see right you don't have to be a seer to try to see yourself in that true future. but most of them don't say it out loud no there's some crazy ones really? that do. okay well you're not crazy if you want that i'm sorry woman i, I didn't mean yeah. it to come I, off that way i feel like the supernatural has kind of like taken a back seat 
um, most of this season, I and mean, even the storylines that it has been involved in, it's uh, it, it's definitely been the like the you know not not the main storyline that the uh, that all this kind of stuff has been going on in. And so I'm kind of excited to see her welcomed into the castle to see kind of where you know what shoes that Nostradamus left open, like that she can fill. And to kind of to kind of get more storylines besides the political and the love story stuff, um, and to get some more supernatural stuff going. But she freaks me out. I want her to stay away from Bash. I'm like, I'm like, Bash, what are you doing? This, this well, what, is crazy. What is this ritual that she does with the servant? You yeah, know, I mean, she definitely banged that servant dude. It was a ritual. Still, I, I, that's that's what I. You know what? We need more. Hey, you want to you want to go for a ritual tonight? <laughs> I mean, oh God. if I was a servant, I'd be like, all right, a little wine. A little, hey, yeah, he had no ritual, problem. He said, whatever. hey, if I'm going to die, I yeah. might as well. Get it's not a, a bad way to go. Get a, Just saying. Yeah. Keaton, if some guy asked you to, to go out on a ritual, what would what, you say? I would say absolutely not. I don't know what this is for you, ritual practice. If it were Pastor Domus, I might think about it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, no. I don't think so. I think I would stay far away. No, like, no rituals for you <laughs> yeah. in the foreseeable no future. Pass I mean, on the ritual. Got it. Stay away from the rituals that might be. I mean, like a marriage, like getting married is technically a ritual. Right. Uh, so, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe if the right guy came along with a big enough ring, I'd, I'd go. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like that part of it. There right. you go. So there's a, yeah. We'll let that slide. We'll move back into range so people don't really <laughs> contemplate too much about your uh, your gold diggerness. Right. They, they should. No, no, Keaton. Just, just, just quit while you're ahead. <laughs> Rain, oh, Rain okay. definitely does do a great job at making the audience not side with this sorceress. I mean, I don't, I'm not even sure if we hear her name at all. I mean, we haven't seen her. Very often, I think this is the only second, maybe third time that we've seen her in an episode. And but, but yet, Bash likes her, right? And no, he exactly. Bra- and he's the one who propels her to go to court. She kind of wanted to be alone, and so you know, you can understand why she's taking a liking to him. Uh, yeah, no, I don't hate it on that. I just, I feel like they want us to circle back to the Kenna Bash relationship. Like, that. I feel like if they did, though, would they fully like? I feel like Bash shouldn't have propelled her forward in such a way. Well, no, I mean, they they both, they uh, they were on a break, Phil. They were on a break. That doesn't yeah. mean one doesn't <laughs> hurt. About a, lot of, a lot of these relationships go on breaks in this show, and it's hard for me to believe that back then or even nowadays, you know, people were so kind of just chill with, like, yeah, it's not working out, you know, we'll, we'll maybe get a divorce or an order, but let's just, you know, feel free, honey, go sleep around, do what you want to do. I just want you to be happy. Well, I no, I mean, I, I feel like in at least our, like, the younger age bracket, that does happen a lot. I mean, like, granted, we don't get married, like, right off the bat, but the times are different. Like, now it is socially acceptable to do, to get married and have kids later in life so we don't really need that intense like formal commitment that early in life they pretty much get married probably at, like 15 yeah. you know like obviously you're you know you'll f- so i'm just talking about like the married couples being like hey uh yeah i, I just want 
you to be happy. So since you're not happy with me, yeah, go sleep with my arch enemy. I don't think. I don't think. Certainly, Renault wasn't an uh, arch enemy of Bash's. You know, that's no, something that kind of found I, and picked I'm out. Speaking more around Mary and Conde. Yeah, I mean, even them were cousins at the start. I think the them being in that love triangle and those sort of overlapping, were like where one relationship breaks and and kind of another one forms yeah. creates the amnesty that we see. Yeah, let, let's hold off on Mary because I got a, I, I got a lot of stuff oh, to say Jesus. about Mary. I have like a laundry list. I don't. Of... I, I want to hold off. I want to talk about everyone else first before yeah. I like. Just uh, go to town. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah let's. Um... So, uh, you know, so we have that uh, in, in terms of Bash and, and Kenna. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes because Kenna kind of comes back around with Renault. Um, you know, she because this is something that he said to her before was that his son means a lot to him, and so him switching sides, you know, it it, it reinforces it of like, hey, I got to see my son, and that and that was the only way to kind of stay him a lot. Um. You know, and and he kind of shared the information. Not that it did much good for right. the troops. Like, yeah, it's like they, we, they were already. We there. can see them outside, General. Thanks. Yeah, big help. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in that regard, he wasn't really doing much. Um, so it is what it is. Um, let's let's talk about Narcisse because here's the most interesting plot to me of the entire season, apart from the Conde one, right? Where you have a guy. Who we were saying this guy needs to be killed off to now I be? We I completely one eighty on yeah. on this guy. I mean, I was I respected him because of his just the classic innuendo lines that he would whip out, but I still was like, he's got to go. Like his, I almost predicted every episode that he would be taken out. And now to be on the complete opposite side where I'm – it's the same sort of thing that they did with Catherine. I mean all throughout season one, I was like, yeah, Mary's got to take her out. Like poison in the wine, no problem. I don't know if I'd say like Catherine ever needed to die. I, I feel like, yes, she was a threat and things like that. And they, they – you know, that threat needed to be neutralized. But it was never to me the solution of death. Whereas with Narcissa – <laughs> I'm sorry. Do fair not enough. ever – I don't know. I cl- – I, what? Sorry. What? No, you go. You. What were you saying? Don't you ever say Catherine should die. Catherine is the best. Hashtag Team Catherine all the way. What are you doing? What are hey, you I'm doing? Team Royal Bros. And when she, she, there were times where she got in between even the Royal Bros. She wanted to kill Bash. Let us not forget, people. To be fair, I don't want her to die either but after tonight's episode she's pretty you know, she's she like like a, a piece of old Catherine reared its head today and she made the person who she said she loved eat like his horse like his best friend like his literal like his like non-human companion yeah I mean that like, was what <laughs> that is so messed up yeah, and we didn't you know. You know, initially it was like, "How poisoned is it? Is it poisoned? Is right. he going to die? What's going to happen here?" And and he, I, I give him so much credit because he's like, "Wait, you want to actually move on from this? Like, you did this to me, and you want to move on as if nothing had happened?" Yeah, absolutely. I'll see you tomorrow. Honey. Right. 
Who well, no, I mean, I respect Catherine. She's a very intelligent person. She's a very calculating and ambitious person. But she is a monster of a human being. Like, she is not a good person. Like, her moral fiber is no good. Absolutely. And so it it is, you know, I really feel bad. And I feel like Narcisse Stefan has a lot. Yes. <laughs> when did we start calling him Stefan? Um, Narcisse has a lot yeah. to... What's that? I had no idea who Lola was referring to when she said... I was like... Oh, yeah, I was like, is that another servant? <laughs> and by the way... And the baby's name is John, apparently. Yeah, when did we get that? I don't know. News. <laughs> you heard it here. Uh, After Buzz TV exclusive. Yeah, um, yeah it, was, it was just one of those things like... Uh, and I'm glad... In a weird way, I'm glad Lola and Narcisse were able to work it out because I, we, you and I were very worried of she's going to hate him forever. But she even saw through that. I give her so much credit, Lola, that she knew exactly why he did it. And there he is pleading with her like, hey, remember me not for the lies and things like that that, that I had, but but as the man that, that would have cherished you. But she does say, I don't know if what's more deplorable, her or that you agreed to it. And, and he, you know, they, they find embrace. They do. I mean, just for a split second. Again, and... That's all they could do. Yeah. Um, I know that he was sort of caught hand in the cookie jar also when when Catherine was um, accusing him of all this stuff. But at the same time, during that moment, he never lied. I mean, like, he didn't volunteer information um, and shoot himself in the foot. But, you know, I think he sort of handled it well. Like, he said... What you know, you know what, yeah, like what had happened. Like he was truthful to the situation and how much it actually didn't mean anything. Like he was saying goodbye, like possibly forever, to someone that he loved in his past. Maybe he still does. And that was a great. That was a whole great scene of um, you know, how love ultimately doesn't make any sense, right? Why did Francis do what he did for 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 Mary? Um, and so on and so forth, the, the various examples that he gave. And I thought that spoke really well and true. Um, and you could view love as that if you want to. Right. It seems to be true, certainly, for the show. <sighs> yep. Jesus. So, um, Keaton, any last thoughts on Narcisse? Um... I, I I agree with you that I really he's been one of my favorite storylines as much of a, as I hated him uh, for a while. I just think he's he's definitely the most complex character they've given us this season. And uh, even though I wanted him to die at many times, I'm glad he stuck around. Keen question for all the because uh, we obviously have a huge female fan base. Um, did that get you kind of like hot and bothered? <laughs> You know, I mean, it seemed to to do that for a lot of the women on the show with him, and in, in terms of how he acted, his as 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 JV mentioned, his innuendos and such. Was that like a, f- a frustration? But like, ah, oh, if he took me to bed, things I would do. <laughs> um, I mean, Narcisse is, you know, ex- they they've had him take off the shirt a couple times, and he, I mean, he's a pretty good looking man, but I don't, he doesn't really get me hot and bother, bothered like King Henry did. So, so you like the know. king. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair enough, yeah. A lord will not do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, we've established one VIP thing tonight. Only. 
on the episode that Keen loves power. She does. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not that into Narcis. I just. No, I no, know. I get it. It's the size of the ring that counts. You got to be a king. The heavy is the. Cra- the, 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 the cra- yeah, I get it. I would over Francis any day. You would take what? I would take Bash over Francis any day. Let's rewind to season one of Rain and see if Ooh. that's true. Mm, no. Definitely not. All right, Ew. moving on. It's just, no, hand it's, caught in the cookie jar. We've all grown up over the last year, Phil. We've all grown. We've changed. We've I, learned I, new things. I get that, but don't say, you can't say you would take bash over francis any day because yeah i thought you were were not team francis oh no let me clarify let me clarify boys i was always team francis for mary i always thought francis would be a better fit for mary bash and mary were not a good fit doesn't mean my personal preference i would love bash okay so okay but this ties perfect not a gold digger. <laughs> Fair enough. But this ties perfectly into, you know, uh, there's a line, and, and uh, this is where we open up the can of worms, right? And and we'll kind of go any which way this this does, because there's a lot to talk about. But I want for me, I want to start with Mary, because she says that, you know, uh, I've always had the true love, it's you kind of thing, and, and that means that it's Louis. She loved Francis. This whole argument of my true love... She left Bash, season one, came back to Francis. It was always you, sweetheart. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, talk about Loved tr- you. Not. Oh, my God. I can agree more, Phil. Like, talk about true love. What is more, like, true love than someone, like, you were always meant to be with? Like, your entire life. I mean, I'm not a huge advocate of arranged marriages or anything, but, like, n- you talk about true love, like what could be more reminiscent of that than something like we, where your entire life, like everything you've ever known is you will marry like this person who is the rightful king. But she married Bash and it could have been Bash. Right. And no, exactly. that was never in the plans, but it was like, oh, I like Bash. But no, you don't like Bash. You thought you loved Bash. You actually, your true love was always Francis, and they were good together, and now here's Condé that comes along. Like, I feel like Francis, whatever sins he might have had, he's paid for. Which, by the way, are not sins to me. The guy never cheated. The guy didn't really, he lied, but at at the cost of trying to save your life because, and the act he did was kill the king, so I get that, but it was all for the betterment of you. And despite all this, continues to be by your side at the cost of his own life. And now you betray him one last time by leaving in the middle of the night to tell your hubby that you're pregnant and that you want to be with him. Knowing for well that it pretty much means the end of Francis's life. Congratulations. Right. Yeah, there was nothing about the end of this that made me happy really at all like i was so upset like i i mean obviously team royal bros but i liked mary as a character like as a person i thought like you know they relationships kind of have their 
downfalls. Like, you know, it's kind of, it's not always roses, but. Sunset. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, I felt like, you know, they would find their way back to each other. Like, that is the way it's supposed to be. Mary and Francis, like, Scotland, France, always been allies. And what it, what it, you know, Francis said, like, just if, you know, you can't have a child that I cannot, there's certain things I can't protect you. One of them was a child. And now we have a child. Uh, it's just, why? Why? And, 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 and for what? You know, you, there's, there's no, you gave up your whole political stature and you know she's because she's making the decision like hey if i stay with francis there there's going to be unpardonable things that even he cannot you know forgive me for and you put yourself in this position your selfishness put you in this position so it's not like he's being unreasonable it's like okay you're right what choice does he have when you've pushed you've pushed you've pushed you've helped last episode uh to louis again despite francis saying please don't do that yeah, like specifically. Yeah. Mary's been so annoying the past uh, couple episodes. I mean, I just, I, I completely agree with everything you've said, Phil, which is very rare. <laughs> uh, I, I completely agree with everything you said because Mary, Francis does not deserve what Mary's been doing to him and how she's been treating him. And I feel like she is taking it very lightly and now it's like, and not only her country is basic, she could basically lose her country, but also France now. And it's just like, what are you doing? You could never, like, you could never have Conde. You knew that, Mary. You knew that. What are you doing? You're just hurting people, and you're hurting your people and your country. And it just, uh, she, she was being so selfish. She has been so, so selfish. And I understand she needed to heal from the situation she went through which was a terrible, terrible thing to happen to anybody, but not at the expense of so many other lives. And it's not like Francis didn't try to help her through this. He's always been supportive. Uh, So first and foremost, it's not like, hey, get over Like, he wasn't... Yeah, he's been there. It's not like he's been distant. He's been trying everything he can possibly do to get back to where they were. Like, that's what's so frustrating is that he's been trying he's been there he's been supportive he's been like everything we could have asked go ahead keaton no i i yeah i I agree he's he's been a good dude he's been a good husband and he's just been trying to like take steps back take steps back take steps back and you know be there if, if he ever thought she needed something and again it's just like I don't agree with the whole situation of, hey, yeah, wife, I want you to be happy, so we have to stay married, but go sleep with this guy who, if I die, he has a claim to the throne. I don't know. I just... It's, uh... That, I don't think that was obviously a smart decision for Francis, but again, yes, as you said, he was trying everything in his power just to make Mary happy, to help her, and it's just, this is all backfired. Right. Uh, Mary first. So much so. I mean, it's one thing where she was just overwhelmed by her feelings when it was like, you know, after the fact of her, like, intense episode. But to even, to now, in this stage that we're at, go against, like, every bit of rationality. Like, 
He is aligned with England, like your enemy. Like he has their troops outside, and that's that's what you know. What I we I spoke about this last episode, um, where you know Francis said like he's he's planning a coup, and and Mary says he's not like that. And today she said no, he won't do that. Mary, you in the past two episodes, right? I was going to actually give like an actual timeline. I don't know what the timeline is. In the past two episodes. Let alone, the, you know, he just, he just got married to someone else. He literally had a proxy wedding, like, last episode. But exactly. So, oh, okay. so, but, but speaking of the wedding, can I give a shout-out to somebody about the proxy wedding? Sure. Yes. Okay, so the proxy was played by Megan Heffern, who we've had in studio at After Buzz. Nice. I just spotlight on with her. And she is so awesome. And uh, I just want to give her a shout out because she's amazing, and it was so exciting to see her in Rain because she's uh, good friends with a lot of the, the cast members. So, anyways, uh, I digress, but yeah, that's all I want to do. There you go. Do. It's Thank almost you. like you're our our proxy. Yeah, <laughs> you're on the phone. Um, but but what I was going to say is that Mary clearly has been proven wrong multiple times about like the evidence is in front of you. So the the fact that you're so blind, stupid, ignorant, whatever you want to call it, good or bad. You know, you could call it love, but you're wrong, and it's at the cost of you know, as we're saying, at the cost of everything. And and yes, you are a hundred percent crazy if you th- feel that Elizabeth is going to let you live now that you're reunited with Conde. Conde is foolish to think that. Right. He's gonna now have to. He's gonna have his French army after this, and he's gonna have to go fight Elizabeth to keep Mary. Yeah, and there's no he, end and in he'll sight. Lose. Like if yeah. he. Takes over the um, the French court. You know he doesn't have that many soldiers of his own. Like they're pretty much just the Protestant radicals, maybe some of the Bourbon armies, but that's a pretty small state, to my understanding. Like compared to England, they're and you have to look close. Look at you know Keaton. This is where your history comes in. But correct me if I'm wrong. Elizabeth's number one goal, yes, it's France and things like that, but it's also in in the political uh, pressure that she is facing. It's to have a male by her side that she can lead with. So yeah. she's oh. not going to all of a sudden like go ahead. Here's uh, here here's 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 Conde and Mary, and they're married, and I have a strong foot in France, but I still have no king. I don't think that's going to fly. Go ahead, Keaton. Um, Elizabeth was known for, obviously, she was getting tons of political pressure to marry uh, somebody, uh, but she was also known for, basically, she, she knew she was never going to give in to that. She was never, she, as she would flirt with guys all the time, but she would never feel, like, like she, she was not me. somebody who was ever planning on getting married, ever. And so it's, and again, and like, and, but those are the rumors that went around too. Like people kind of knew that. Like she was not going to give up her full status of power as queen to somebody else who wasn't, uh, you know, an English monarch. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, this is another reason why it also was very confusing to me. And they kind of played off of it a little bit. They had Conde kind of, say a little bit oh i i never thought you know elizabeth was really going to get married so they're 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 twisting history uh a lot um as rain does but uh yeah i don't know i I felt like conde was smarter than this i felt like he was a better person than this 
and it really disappoints me all the steps she's kind of taken at this point. Uh, just yeah. kind of screwed. Uh, I don't know. He just is being real stupid. If you ask me, he's being real well, stupid I don't th- on all. I don't yeah. think he's being real stupid. I mean, I mean. He's following his destiny, if you want to call it that. I mean, what he's doing is smart. He's he, and and his brother pushed him to it his whole life to to some extent. Yeah, no, I mean, it is. I don't blame him. Ultimately, I blame Mary. She should have seen this coming, right? And he he is ambitious and and everything. It doesn't make me like him in relation to everything else because of what he's ruining, which is to say everybody's lives. But like. In the, if he really did love Mary and if they were to be together, like, could we even get over the fact that he married someone else? Like, real, like, like the day after he left her, he just shotgun weddinged in Vegas. (laughs) Or the fact that he kidnapped her to, like, blackmail her husband. Yeah. You know, or the fact that he's about to lay siege on her home and kill everybody that she's known. Like, I feel like the, for them to even have any type of life, like not even a a short one, like a week outside of this, like that would be the worst week ever for them. Like they have no future. Like I can't, that's why I'm so unhappy. I'm so unhappy with this show right now. It's not that I'm, I'm just unhappy with Mary. You know, and 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 I I don't. Eric, when Mary is like the lead, the lead in the show, it, it makes it it's, it's frustrating to to see this this great heroine and this great kind of strong female character. I don't know, they like kind of make these decisions that she's making. It, it, yeah, it's just frustrating. Here's the thing: it's frustrating because you're right. She's a very strong character, and in that sense, she's being. You know, she's being guided by emotions, which isn't a bad thing, right? If if you had a case of uh, of a woman being by guided by emotions, but it was working out, then that's a good example. I think I think that stuff happens all the time, and it's and it's all well and good. But in this scenario, when we're talking about possible bloodshed, uh, it, it doesn't come off well. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't portray uh, women in power in the best right. of light. And that's also upsetting. Yeah, no, exactly, Phil. Um, I feel like, you know, obviously you you can't, like, no one's perfect. Not every decision is going to be a good one. People are going to make mistakes. But where I see the fault in her is that she's made so many mistakes and continues down that path. Like, she knows, it's not a secret that that's, like, not a good (laughs) relationship move that she should make. But, yeah, she still does it. Like, she's unable to correct herself which is interesting because she's such a strong character we've seen her in the past overcome incredible hurdles and obstacles and to see someone that you know we've rooted for so many times before you know obviously people make mistakes but to see her just tumble down this path and you know just without any any sight of redemption like every time we get a glimpse of it like oh she's going to get back like now we're going to get back with where where we should be with Mary and Francis like living happily ever after she just destroys it and you know i look at it she Francis is almost operating from worst case scenario which obviously has come to to be and that's fine now no person 
king or otherwise should operate on worst case scenario only all the time. However, again, if, if you look at everything kind of what's been happening, look at the best case scenario for for Mary and Louis. It wasn't that great to begin with. Right. So what, yeah. do you, what do you think the outcome could possibly... If the best case scenario is nowhere near what you need it to be, right. it's not a good idea. It's just not. Yeah, the best case scenario was horrible. What, they flee to Scotland? They're fugitives from France and England still hates them? Like, what? That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's a runaway queen that, like, left her sacred bond to, like, how, to an affair of... Yeah. His cousin? Like, what? That's a horrible ending. Yeah. And again, that was the best, yeah, case, best scenario. case scenario. If your best case scenario, hey, like, uh, you know, you, you get all of England, you get all of Scotland, you get all of France and Spain and Iceland, right. whatever. You get all of Europe. Then okay. Then you got something to play for. Yeah. The, the thing that people may miss, because it is g- easy to get swept up in the characters, you know, like the emotions of love, like seeing these people like actually have feelings for each other does, you know, entrance you like the viewer and it's meant to. But the fact is, like Francis did nothing to cause all this harm to what's happening in France. Like all of this, this entire, like all of the death that's happened basically this half, last half of the season. Like the demise of, of France possibly is because of Mary and her actions completely. Like had she not had anything with Condé, none of this would have happened. He yeah. was Francis's yeah. cousin. Like he would have just sat there in in Bourbon, like same old, same old. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. So. I mean, I, th- I think we overall covered a lot of it. Um, I, I, Conde, you know, he's really turning a corner, uh, using obviously the son of Renault to kind of get back at, uh, and, and have him switch sides. I mean, that was a big power play. Yeah. Toulon? To, to Toulon? How do you pronounce Toulon? The, the, the city. Toulon? Um, Keaton? Do you know? The city they took over. The weapon city. I believe it was Toulouse. Toulouse. Okay, there you go. Um, obviously, a strategic move on their part. So it, we're getting a whole different side. I really love the, the strategy and the war kind of tactics of all of this. I thought that was great. Um, anything else you guys want to touch upon before we uh, start to wrap out of here? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, all right. So there. Yeah. there thanks, Keaton. <laughs> Um, all right, guys. Next week uh, is the finale, so let's get into some predictions for that. Yeah. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Now, a couple things. Uh, I will not be here for the finale. I highly doubt I can call in. So, with that, I, I propose to you guys now that we do a special series season finale. Uh, like or season recap the week after, and we'll recap the entire season. Uh, I know Keaton's working to get some guests, so maybe that's a great way to get some people in. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Can't promise anything, yeah. but we can also worst case scenario maybe we'll do like a round of five castle corners all in one Whoa. episode. 
Just How's that castle corner fest? I know we, we've dropped the ball in castle corner a little bit um, and things like that. But I, th- I feel like if we recap the season, it'll be a fun episode. We can all, you know, we can have fans call in um, for that as well. You know, we're always pressed for time, so we don't always get to interact as much as we'd like to. But that could be a fun little fun little thing. Maybe we'll do it a little bit earlier, too, so that way East Coast can participate, participate a little bit more in the West Coast, too. I think that could be fun. Yeah, definitely. Well, so- and I know. I know uh, our our buddy King Henry Allen Allen Van Spring has said that he he does want to try to come in next time he's in town. So maybe we can check in and see if if he's in town. And I know I've been seeing a lot of uh, social media postings from a couple of the other stars that are in town. So who knows? Yeah, that would be really fun. I think that's a great idea, though. So there you go. Uh, do, do we conclude the war next week? We see we see Queen Elizabeth. Queen versus Queen versus Queen. The, oh, man. I'm so excited about that. Like, finally. After – I mean, she's been in the conversation since, like, episode one. I, I think, think her like, wrath is season three. I think that's, like, the right. – Like, we can't solve everything, you know? Right. And, well, I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. No, again, yeah, I mean, this is sort of where I wanted it to go with – Bringing in new characters, making the rain world, if you will, bigger. I just wanted it a little bit earlier, but, but I'm not going to hate oh on it. Oh my god, do I not want a full season of like Conde and Mary? Like, that's just. I'm out. I'm out, <laughs> Phil. I'm out, Keaton. Well, we'll find no out. Good. I don't think it's going to be that. Uh, obviously, you know, so much. We, we There was a highlight of Queen versus Queen versus Queen, but uh, obviously, he, everything kind of remains. Does Conde die, or does, does Francis die? And I. I really think it's going to get answered next episode. I don't know how. (laughs) What if they both die? I feel like a stalemate is the only... Yeah. I feel like... Here's the thing. You can't be... You you, you can't beat around the bush on that. You know, if you're going to have a main... If you're going to have a character die, you got to just go for it. Take a page out of uh, ABC's Revenge because um, they've been doing that crazy over the past couple seasons and they're yeah. coming up uh, that's a show that I host as well but but Rain you know certainly the writing's been phenomenal and if you're gonna do it you gotta just go for it I don't think there's a, what they did with Narcisse I thought they would have to kill him off they did it great there I don't see a similar thing happening with, with Conde but we'll see yeah well, I have to say that uh, Jill Jill Bauer who I've been meaning to give a shout out to she's, she's huge with tweeting us uh, on Twitter and following us on Instagram, she says that Francis is absolutely going to be dead by season end. So, uh, oh well, thank you, Jill, for your hateful words. I'm <laughs> dude. I'm Team Robros all the way. I am going to yeah. be so upset if, if Francis does not make it. I to think too. Three. You know, I love Conde, but uh, honestly, I'd rather see him go than Francis. So there you have it. All right, uh, yep. we will be. Oh, I will not be, but JB and Keen, Keen, can you promise you're going to be here next week to the fans? I promise. There next week. I'm so sorry. All right, Keaton will be here. JB will be here. I will not, but I'll be back here for the recap of the season two. Um, Maybe we can get Tina back for that. That's right. We'll get. We'll try to get some people. We'll be back. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, yeah. Leave a comment below. Let us know what you're thinking. There's a lot, you know, season finale coming up next week. A lot to lot to discuss. So, uh, you know, be uh, be bold. Get your theories out there now and, and be the one that said, see, I told you so that would happen. Mm, nice. yeah. Because if you don't write it, I can't validate you. Um, and, of course, there's Twitter. So, Keaton, what's your Twitter? 
My Twitter's at Keaton Markey. I almost have a thousand followers. There you go, there you go, Keaton. Get, get nice. Keaton, Keaton Markey, get her to a thousand followers. JB underscore Zimmerman. Yes, on Twitter and Instagram. That's right, and AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, subscribe, rate, comment. We love you guys. We'll see you for, for the season finale Woo. of Rain. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.